Hey, no problem, Tim. Let me start there. I, I, the the president's visit. I am frequently critical, and this is this is, I promise you, a nonpartisan, bipartisan criticism. I'm I'm just not happy and thrilled that presidents uh, feel the need to show up for these things. I, I think they probably do their jobs better in their office. I think they get in the way. I mean, everything stops when the president shows up. All the security, the honorage, the rest of it. You were there. How much of my assessment is accurate? Is it more of getting in the way, or is the symbolism more important than that? Well, I think the symbolism is more important, uh, not to defend or um, attack any president at all. In this case, he came in several days later, and to be honest with you, I, for the most part, was about, uh, I'd call it 10 blocks away or so from where he was uh, during a lot of his visit, because we went out to talk to some people while he was still on the ground at Mayfield. Most of the people in the disaster zone had no idea he was there and just a few blocks from where he had just came walking through downtown Mayfield. Um, it does bring a lot of emphasis, gets people's attention in the federal government of where uh, they should be looking. So in that respect, at least, um, it wasn't uh, it didn't halt any of the uh, search and rescue or anything like that yesterday. Now, that's good to know. Tony Thomas, Channel 2 News. You're telling me Mayfield, about a six-hour drive north of here, and you're telling me that as you're driving in, amazingly so, you say, the road's mostly clear by now. They were. Uh, I pulled in uh, Saturday about, uh, I don't know, 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and a lot of the main roads were already open. I mean, a lot of times, I've been to disaster zones where a week later you couldn't get through in some parts. They literally took bulldozers and just pushed everything that was in the roads out of the way, uh, mainly so search and rescue and other teams couldn't get in. But uh, the one thing they did good in this, uh, did very well in this uh, disaster is uh, they got those roads open very quickly. We are seeing, and Channel 2 providing many of the images and the, the video that we're seeing here, uh, Mayfield in particular, uh, it, it, I, I don't, obviously, I don't know anything about the town. I don't think I've ever been. Uh, just a small, uh, mostly rural part of that state and this town right. in it. it. It looks as though, I mean, again, we just see pictures and videos. It looks as though the town simply isn't there anymore. It's sending electrical workers up. My question is, to plug into what? There's nothing left. Yeah, this one, you know, this is different. I've been to a lot of natural disasters. And tornadoes usually are just a, a little path, maybe one neighborhood, a second, and maybe the tornado skipped a little bit, and down the road you have a, another swath of destruction. In this case, I, I was headed to Mayfield, what day is it now? I guess on Saturday. And 40 miles away from Mayfield, I could see neighborhoods flattened. And this is by the same tornado. Mm. And so this is just, it's about a half mile, three-quarter mile at least wide, and it just goes on forever. Now, there are parts of Mayfield, you can drive, it's a town of 10,000, you can drive 10 minutes to the other side of town, the edge of the other side of town, and there's still gas and there's still some electricity. But the main part of downtown, the business district, through several neighborhoods, and on, uh, across the interstate and on, uh, there is nothing left, basically. And they will be starting from scratch. Mm. We could see them a couple days ago with bulldozers just knocking over uh, telephone poles, utility poles, because they're going to have to start over, like you said. It uh, is going to be a very long process. 
heard one of your reports yesterday, Tony Thomas, Channel 2 Action News. You were in a, a, a community, I think it was in Mayfield, or Dawson Springs, wherever it was, and, and a little part of that community that's, and, and we're familiar with these, uh, where like one family is kind of settled in, yeah. and, and four or five different households, maybe a few more. Uh, I think he's had 30 or so people uh, represented by a yeah. single family, and, and the extended community that comes pouring in to help out. Yeah, it was. It's it's truly amazing. This was not in Mayfield, which has got all the attention. So there are rescue groups and uh, uh, first aid groups coming from all over the nation in from Mayfield. But we uh, ventured out about uh, forty five minutes away to uh, Marshall County, excuse me, Kentucky, mm-hmm. where uh, some workers from Atlanta were coming up to help. And this was a, a little enclave of uh, five homes, I think it was. Only one had a basement, so 18 people from that little enclave all went into that one house. That was their plan when they built the house, that they'd have someplace to go in a tornado. They all survived without a single one of those buildings were standing except a part of the one where they had hid. And the whole the whole little rural road was lined, for as far as you could see, with cars. Not the people who lived there, but the people just coming in to help these people. And it's that way all up and down this tornado path of, uh, of right through the heart of Kentucky there. Yeah, you mentioned Tony Thomas, Chandler. You mentioned uh, some some relief workers up from Atlanta. I gather that the power crews as well, some of the EMCs, maybe Georgia Power by now, sending crews up there. What is, mm-hmm. for lack of a better way to say this, what is the Georgia presence in Kentucky now? It is uh, becoming stronger uh, as we speak. We talked to one um, little pop-up a donation center, which said somebody from Metro Atlanta, they didn't say who, had just bought like 200 generators, <laughs> and we're having them shipped up uh, right to the disaster zone. Um, I've seen the Baptist Relief Organization. I've seen a Presbyterian Organization. A lot of the uh, uh, NGOs, so to speak, non-governmental organizations are arriving on scene, especially in the beginning on Monday after the weekend. And they are setting up shop. The Red Cross has volunteers here from the Georgia region. Uh, help is pouring into this area. The problem is the shock is wearing off. And now these people are just beginning to realize how long of a process this is going to take. And, and you know this because you've done this for so many years and been to so many of these disaster scenes. And, and this speaks to, to our side of the business here. Listen, you're, you're going to pack up and leave. Much of the media will. And a week right. from now, we're not going to be talking about Mayfield, Kentucky. Months from now, these people are going to be trying to rebuild their lives. Right. And that is the long-term process. You know, at some point, they do need to be just them, mm-hmm. just their family as they start to heal from this, but it is going to be, there's going to be years. I'm not sure how Mayfield will ever recover. Their, every government service in that town is impacted in some way. The water was out for a long time. The county courthouse is destroyed. The main fire department was leveled. The water tower, one of probably three in the city or so, it crumpled. Um, all the police cars outside the police department were ruined. The main fire station collapsed. I was there just a couple days ago. We were outside the main fire station. As firefighters were digging through the rubble just to save some of their equipment so they could help and use them on future rescues. So they've got a lot of rebuilding just in the infrastructure, if not each and every individual house. And I couldn't count the number of businesses. This is the heart of the downtown area where there's barely a building standing 
Um, every bank I saw, every restaurant, everything, walked through a doctor's office yesterday that the roof is gone and the doctor has no idea mm. how he's going to do it, but he wants to be back for his patients. Next door, the pharmacy is leveled, and they're trying just to get the medicine in so they can start filling prescriptions uh, for all their patients. So it's going to take a long time. Tony Thomas, Channel 2 Action News. Again, should mention, by the way, Channel 2 setting up its convoy of care for those who That's would right. like to uh, to help out, those who would like to contribute. Go to their website, uh, wsbtv.com. Tony Thomas, yeah, Mayfield, Kentucky. Thanks so much for your time this morning.